good evening. Welcome to another episode of Behind the Mind with Kimberly Von Shea. I am so excited to be here tonight. I have an amazing um, guest with me tonight. I'm very excited. Um, I'm overjoyed about what the Lord is getting ready to do on in tonight's conversation. So I would like to welcome Miss Marquita Harris of Marquita Speaks Life. Hey, Marquita. How's it going? I just want, first want to say thank you so much for coming on tonight. I appreciate you taking out time. I know you are a very busy woman and you have your hands in so many different things. And we're going to talk about all that good stuff tonight. And I'm actually going to give you an opportunity to tell the people who you are and just a little bit about yourself and what you do. Awesome. Well, first of all, the honor and the pleasure is all mine. Thank you so much, Kimberly. I am elated uh, to even be on this with you, that you would even think of me as um, a guest to come on. And I'm so grateful because we already know <laughs> the moment that you were not connected, we already knew we were kindred spirit. We were sisters and that's just what it is. So I am so grateful, so grateful. Um, but as stated, my name is Marquita Harris. However, I go by Marquita Plum Jenkins as that is the author and the speaker name. Uh, that I'm, I guess, building up, if you will, bringing a following to that. But I am on social media, on uh, Instagram as Marquita Speaks Life, as that is what I do. I'm called to speak life. I'm called to give life, motivate, inspire, as well as um, just help others really honestly see the better versions of themselves so that they can run after it with everything inside of them. Awesome, awesome. And you all, she is nothing short of amazing. I mean, this woman blesses my entire life. Every time I, I have the honor of conversating with her, I never leave empty. And I just thank God for allowing me to meet her and connect with her. And again, I'm super excited about tonight's show. As you guys know, I always come in with a song and tonight we came in on pastor mike jr big um because i believe that what's coming for us in this season is going to be big it's going to be mind-blowing so expect the unexpected do the unexpected do something different and so tonight's topic is the faith walk and I'm going to, yes, Marquita, the faith walk. <laughs> oh, my God. How befitting it is right about now. <laughs> I mean, because aren't we having to faith walk this thing out right now? Um, so, my God, today, you better tell them, sis. <laughs> <laughs> it is a lot happening in our world. Um, again, we are still praying for our brothers and sisters in Ukraine, um, they yes. are a prime example of the faith walk. Um, Absolutely. And so we want to keep them lifted up in prayer, all of our military and government officials. We even want to pray for Putin, that God just works on his heart and right. bring him back um, 
to a sound mind um, and just pull him down because right. it's not okay what he is doing. Um, and he is a prime example of a narcissist. And so we just right. want to pray against those demonic forces and just keep the people in Ukraine covered. And with that being said, we are going to hop right into the faith walk. Um, and so Marquita, I decided to bring her on because she is a true testament of the faith walk. She actually transitioned from Virginia to Houston. And so Marquita, I would like for you to share with us what the faith walk looked like for you when you made the decision to leave everything that you knew to come to Houston. Wow. Oh my gosh, man. Where do I start? Well, since we started with praise and worship, typically in the order, it goes praise and worship. And then we have the scripture that's read. So I think that that's the best place for me to start because that's what helped me to transition here. I had, uh, it's in my book, but I'll just try to give like a short narrative. I had been hearing Houston in my spirit for quite some time. Uh, for those that don't know me, I know that I have uh, prophetic giftings. Um, and the way and how God deals with me, it's very different. However, I know that I hear, I know that I see and discern. Sometimes there are times where I have not taken heed most of the time is because I didn't see it. The other times because I didn't want to. However, this was one of those times where I said, let me, let me listen because I cannot afford to miss out on anything else. But where I was, where I think a lot of people are, is that we become very, very shaky in our what? What are we talking about tonight? It's faith. Very shaky mm -hmm. in our faith. Mm -hmm. And why is that? Why, why, why is that for me? What did that look like? Well, there were so many times before where I call myself stepping out on faith, here's the thing. I really didn't know how God dealt with me and the giftings that he gave me. Mm -hmm. So it seemed as if I wasn't hearing. It seemed as if I was acting, um, I'm going to say irrationally, but it wasn't that. One of the things, and it came with time, and, mm -hmm. and it comes with really spending time with God in prayer, uh, as well as just being in his face. When you get sick and tired of being sick and tired of being like, okay, really honestly, real talk, who am I? Why am I here? Like, mm -hmm. it's, got, it's got to be something better. Right, right. And what he started to show me is that he has gifted me with insight. So I can see right now hindsight as to where something has come from and foresight as to where we were going. Oh, but I kept good. operating. Thank you. God is awesome. But I kept operating in foresight. I would I would see something that was futuristic hmm. and I would put it in place in the insight, which was in the present. And then I would act upon it, thinking that it was something that was getting ready to happen. And I didn't understand that it was, I was only to lay the foundation and it would be something for the future. Everything that I'm saying is so key. So let's go to where I said that I was going to start with um, the scripture. Mm -hmm. What made me question, Lord, is this what I should be doing? Because mind you, I kept operating in foresight mm -hmm. and I kept what I thought was failing. What I thought was failure, it wasn't that. It was lessons learned. Come on. It wasn't failure. It was me falling forward. 
That's good. But I thought that it was failure because of where I was at, what I was doing in life. And it just seemed like, here I go again, can't seem to get it right. Okay. He kept bringing to me Genesis 12, 1 and 3. As it kept coming up, it had to build up my faith mm -hmm. to get to the point where even though I had peace mm -hmm. about what he was saying to me, I was afraid. Mm -hmm. Why was I afraid? I'll tell you in a minute. So really quickly, now the Lord said to Abram, go from your country and your kindred and your father's house to the land that I will show you. And I will make of you a great nation and I will bless you and make your name great so that you will be a blessing. I heard this in my spirit for over a year. When I finally, this is the thing, I know somebody's going to catch this. When there are times where as we're talking about faith and, and the scripture says faith as a mustard seed. Come on. When you know anything about a mustard seed, you know that that is the smallest yes. seed on the planet. Come on. That's all that you need. It got to the point where God's grace and mercy would be on me so much that if I just agreed in the spirit Come to on. do a thing, I hadn't even taken a physical step yet. I just said, okay, Lord, I will do it. And of course, because he knows our heart. So he's already seeing if we're, if we're, if what we're saying and doing is truth. I truly admit, even though I was afraid, I said, I'm going to do it. At that moment is when everything that I said, okay, well, if you do this, I was having, I went from, okay, well, I'm afraid, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to act as Gideon. I had a couple of Gideon moments where I said, if you do this as a sign, I'll know that you heard me or that I'm correct. One of the signs was open the door and make a way for me to be able to get out of this house mm -hmm. and be able to move because my lease was not up for some time. Mm -hmm. This was year 2019 is when I agreed in the spirit that I was going to move, but the Holy Spirit told me not to say anything to anyone, so I kept it to myself. Mm -hmm. Now, mind you, the contemplation, should I, shouldn't I, mm -hmm. should I, shouldn't mm -hmm. I? Why? Because Virginia has been my home of record ever since I got out of the military. Wow. Even at the times where I moved to other states, something always drew me back. Okay. Not because it was a good thing, but it was because I didn't have the wherewithal to stick it out where I was where I was sent because it was too hard and I ended up coming back. Mm -hmm, okay. Mm -hmm. Here we are in 2020. And I said, okay, if it's for me, mind you, my lease was not up until August of 2020. COVID was really not even a thing nobody was talking about. But I said, if you allow me to get out of this lease and do it quickly so mm -hmm. that I can get things in place, I'll know that you heard me. Not even three days later, my landlord called me and said, hey, I'm thinking about putting the house on the market. Mm -hmm. I wanted to come to you first because we've already talked about you buying the home. Are you still interested? Mm -hmm. Here's the key. Just a couple of months before that, I was talking to a mortgage broker and I said, well, I've never used my VA loan before with the military. I finally credit qualify. Hmm. What else could be holding me back from buying home? This was before mm -hmm. I'd even said yes about Houston. I was hearing it in my spirit, but mm -hmm. I was ignoring it. Mm -hmm. Like it was that, that, that fly that I talked about in my book. Mm -hmm. So he said, well, let me run your credit really quickly. He ran it. I had the credit score, but I had a few things on my credit that would have hindered me from buying the home. Mm -hmm. And I knew 
that it was going to take me a great deal amount of time before I would have been in position. So I said, well, there goes that great idea. A mm-hmm. couple of months later, that's when the landlord comes. So you see, it was already lined up so that I would not, so that nothing would stand in my way, nor did I already start putting other things in motion that would have made me miss my blessing. Wow. Wow. That's so good. Mm-hmm. That's so good. And so... Okay, so then what happens from there? Awesome. Thank you for asking because I didn't want to say, I didn't want to like just keep going. Oh, no, no, no. We need to know. (laughs) (laughs) Give us more. Listen, this is a whole, oh my gosh. All right, here goes, y'all. Here goes. Okay. (laughs) So March comes and that's when the landlord uh, says to me about the house. So I said, well, I wish that I could, but I can't because there's a few things that I needed to take care of and it's going to take me too long. He said, "Okay, well, no problem. I just wanted to ask you first. I'm going to go ahead and put the house on the market. Mm -hmm. All right. That was fleece number one. So if you know anything about the story of Gideon, we know that we say that we put out Gideon's fleeces, meaning we're putting some things before the Lord to say, if you heard me or if this is what you want me to do, you would do this. And of course, mm-hmm. God does it. Mm-hmm. That's how you know. Mm-hmm. That was number one. I said, OK, Lord, I see you. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm still not convinced. Mm-hmm. I tell you what. <laughs> <laughs> we always still be a little skeptical. Right. Uh Here's fleece number two. At this time, now the whole world is going into a shutdown. February was around the time that everybody started really knowing about COVID. Nobody was really taking it serious. But March was the time that you could not walk into a store without a mask if you wanted to. They would shoot you dead down at the store. I mean, like, it was no (laughs) bad land out there. People was not playing. And so, of course, with that, stuff started shutting down. Nobody was doing anything. Here was my second fleece. Lord, if this is your will, and I had other family members living in the house, then you would have it so that this house moves quickly mm-hmm. so that I could be in the time frame. Because he was starting to show me the time that he wanted me to go. So I had a timeline, but certain things needed to fall into place first so that I could be in position. Mm-hmm. So I said, if this is your will, then you would allow this home to sell quickly. Okay, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, so about a week mm -hmm. or two goes past. Mm -hmm. My landlord calls me and he says, hey, I'm going to have somebody come out and put the sign in the front. Just wanted to make you aware because people are going to start coming by. Mm -hmm. And I said, hey, got a quick question. What do you think is a time frame as to how long it will take to sell the house? Because I'm thinking in my mind. If it's going to take me up until my lease, then, you know, it ain't no sense of me going because Mm -hmm. we're talking about school. Like I had all of these I was looking for him to give me my way out. And he said, well, it's more than likely with everything that's going on, it's going to take some months. But immediately I heard the Holy Spirit say, because he is being, uh, because this is a part of the plan, Mm -hmm. it's not going to take long at all. So I just said out of my mouth, I said, yeah, I said, I don't, I don't think it's going to take, because he initially Mm said uh, May or June or July. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I said, no, I honestly don't think it's going to take that long. I think it's going to be shorter. And he said, wow, well, why do you say that? Here's, here's the piece that I left out. The landlord said, because you're cooperating with me Hmm. and because you're allowing me to sell this beforehand, I'm going to give you a percentage 
and, and, and whenever the house sells, because technically, again, my lease was not up until August, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm, so mm -hmm. I said, well, I could take that money and I could just move with it. Yes. But then I was like, no, I got so many other things that I could be doing. You know, I'm right, reasoning right, in my mind. Right. So because he was going to be a blessing to me, that's what the Holy Spirit said. Because he's willing to do this, the house is going to sell quickly. Mm -hmm. So I said it, but I didn't give a time frame. Okay, mm -hmm. this is now the end of March, the beginning of April. There were three couples that came. Notice mm -hmm. these numbers that I'm saying. Right, <laughs> right, 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 right. The Father, Son, three and the Holy Spirit. Uh -huh, uh -huh. Right. Mm -hmm. One of those couples was a same sex couple. They were female. Okay. And you know me, I'm just always going to spread love. Right, I mean, we of talk course. And we just having a good time. And at that time, I had just adopted a pit bull. And he, it just so happened that he was all white. Okay. His name was Blanco. And he loved them. Like, when they came in, they yes. were like, oh, he must smell our dog. And right. they were looking. I mean, the yard was so huge in the back. Like, we just had, I just took them all around. Like, I'm selling the house. Like, you know, I was, like, I was an agent. I was his <laughs> agent. I'm just, like, really selling the house. Mind you, I, he never told me how much he was going to give me right. he just said he would give me a, a small percentage right right right, I'm right. Just like it's whatever because now i'm getting excited okay, okay come on come on when they came back mm -hmm. in three days to have a second come look on, there's three. not only did i know that they were <laughs> the ones that were going to buy the house i knew that it was going to go fat by this time it's april the 10th okay when they left out with their agent I knew within my spirit that my landlord was going to call me within the next couple of days mm -hmm. to tell me that there was an offer on the house. Okay. I knew it. Okay. 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 They wanted the house so bad that they were ready to move in sight scene. But I said, ask them, can they please give me until the end of the month? Because I have family here. Mind you, the two fleeces now, right? Right, right, right. Lord, allow, let me know. Get me out of the lease. And then the second thing is I need to be, because see, my family still did not know that I was moving. My God. I needed an excuse to not have to tell them nothing because when God gives you the vision That's and he it. doesn't give it to others they can't see Come they on. don't know they're going to do whatever they can and if you're already dealing with thoughts of should i should not it's going to be easy for somebody to talk you out of it so in faith i had to say i can't tell them nothing because this is for me i've been doing so much for everybody else around me Come marquita on. when are you going to do something for yourself and not so much for yourself when are you going to do what god has been telling you to do for yourself Oh that will put you in a position so that he can really and truly use you instead of being the people pleaser and the people person that I was. I had made a stance. I said, no longer am I going to do this. In 2020, this marks the year with alignment, me and God. And he held me to that word. Here we are, the end of April. Three days before the end of April, I'm packing up the stuff. I kicked it to them as, well, this is his house. He can sell it. Of course, I got pushback. Who sells a house in the middle of a pandemic? Is that even possible? I thought that we're not even supposed to be moving hmm. anywhere. Landlord's not supposed to put you out. I already knew that this was going to come. Right, right, but right. mind you, I had to be quiet. Faith, right? This come is on. faith. Come on. So, well, it's his house. I mean, it's what it is. Hey, somebody bought it. I tell y'all what. And the same time, let me backtrack. In March, when I had made that agreement and said, okay, Lord, I'll do it. 
in March is when everything started opening up for people to get in position. What the Lord told me to do, set your children up so that they can have all of their stuff in so they would be okay. Because my worry was, Lord, how are they going to be okay? I have older children, Mm -hmm, but mm -hmm. they were not really ready to be on their own. But it was not about them any longer. It was about me and me not missing out on the opportunity of a lifetime. I had no idea what I was walking into. I was literally walking blindly by faith, childlike faith. Everything God gave me step by step instruction. I can still see myself sitting in my den, March 2020, on my laptop, one by one, set all of my older children up that I was leaving behind because I was taking the younger ones with me Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so that they could get their unemployment because at that time it was almost $800 a week. At that point, I was okay with leaving them because I knew they would be all right. Right, As long as they had money, I had taught them enough where other things you just have to learn on your own. But I've taught you enough where at least I know for sure I did my part. Mm-hmm, one mm-hmm. thing about me I made sure that I was a hands-on mom so that yeah I couldn't protect and I couldn't show you everything but I showed you enough that you're not going to be out here struggling because I taught them early on he gave me that blueprint in March I'm talking about every month I had a spiritual task and directive as to what I needed to do to prepare for this transition wow. now we're at the end of April Lord by this time he's given me the time frame as to when I needed to leave I needed to be in Houston by July the 1st. We're talking about the seventh month in the year of 2020. Okay. Okay? Seven is completion. If 2020 itself, as we know in the natural, is alignment or as we know it to be perfect vision, what we're talking about our eyesight, then I was going to be have completion and, and be perfectly aligned so that come the eighth month, I was in my new beginning. Come on. Okay. Come on. Mm. end of April comes and I said all right Lord so where am I gonna go for just a couple of months because that's all that I need it would have cost too much to go to a hotel and I literally said okay Lord all I need is somebody that is going to allow me to stay in their home temporarily they know that it's temporary Mm -hmm. they're gonna work with me not make me sign a lease I don't want to be in a hotel I want to be in a home Airbnb costs too much I just need, I can afford $1,500 a month because that's lower than the rent that I was paying, Mm -hmm. but all utilities included. Mm -hmm. I said, Lord, I need this. I need this. That's my third fleece right there. Mm -hmm. One of my girlfriends came over and I said, hey, I had just started to say to her, I'm I'm thinking about, I didn't still, I didn't say, I'm thinking about possibly relocating to another mm-hmm, state, but mm-hmm. right now I need a place. Again, keeping it to myself because I wanted to make sure nobody was praying against my plan. Nobody was speaking death against my plan. I'm following it to the letter. So not even her, and we're very close, mm-hmm. but I wanted to make sure that it was understood mm-hmm, <laughs> that mm-hmm. I followed everything. I said, I need somebody with, even if it's a townhouse like something, Kimberly, she put on social media 
I said, I don't know what it is about me. I put positive stuff on social mm-hmm, media. Mm-hmm. I get crickets chirping with my stuff. Mm-hmm. But let me be posting fights and negative drama. Mm-hmm, oh, I'll probably mm-hmm. get a thousand likes. I said, nobody's going to respond. Hey, can you do it? And she right. was like, yeah, I can do it. Wow. It wasn't even an hour later because she came over there and sat with me. An hour later, she gets an inbox from somebody that she used to go to church with and said, hey, get in contact with my spiritual daughter. I think she has something like that. I'm not sure. Just talk with her. Mm-hmm. I promise you, it happened within an hour of mm-hmm. me saying it because I said, I need to be out of here, right? Mm-hmm. He gave the information. I inboxed the lady. It was it was on a messenger. Mm-hmm. I said, is your uh, place still available for rent? Immediately, she calls me. She's in Maryland. Mm-hmm. And she says, hey, yes, I actually just put it up on the market. Um, what, what are you thinking about? What's the cost? So I told her what I was looking for. And I said, can you tell me a little about it? Everything that I needed was it was in that place what did i need i said lord i only need enough space for just me and the last four children Mm -hmm. i don't want nobody Mm -hmm. else to be able to come Mm -hmm. because i needed to start detaching because what was also connected to me which i did not mention earlier it was some toxic relationships even with family that i needed to let go of and they could not go because i needed to make sure that the moment we all left from that house my my transition and my path was nothing but blessed nothing but blessed so when she described the place and then told me where it was at. I said, hey, when's the soonest that I can meet? She said, well, I'm in Maryland right now. I have a couple of friends. They can let you in if you want to go and see it tonight. I said, sure. Drove with the same girlfriend that, that uh, helped me to find it. Went down to the place. Her friends let me in. She was on FaceTime. I said, this is perfect because it was everything that I needed, utilities included. Mm -hmm. And I said, what is the soonest that I can move in? Mm -hmm. She said, well, you can do it um, tomorrow if you want. I said, done deal. Mm -hmm. Because I was getting money that next day, which she charged me first month's rent and deposit. But that was all right. How the house came about. Remember when Pharrell, I don't know if you guys know uh, Pharrell. He's from my area. He's from Virginia. He did a music festival okay. in Virginia Beach the year before and it was called Something in the Water. So okay. it was in 2019. 2020, it was such a great turnout in 2019. He was in high demand to come back in year 2020. In the same month, it was April, supposed to be in April. Unfortunately, COVID shut everything down. So because so many people came from all over the United States, everybody was like from Virginia Beach all the way down to just different places because everywhere was sold out. People were getting rental property just so that they can rent it out for this event because they right. knew they were going to make handle with this. Hers was one of them. She lost money and wow. she was quickly trying to find a recoup away. So it was initially slated for somebody to rent, but because it was shut down, she gave it to me for them three months because she was about to put it on the market after that. My God. Lord have mercy. My God. So. Stayed there for those three months and made my transition in July. Yes, ma'am. So your obedience, one, moved on God's heart um, yes, it did. to where the provision had already been made for you. Yes, it was. Um, God was waiting on your yes, though. Um, yes, he was. He was waiting on you to activate your faith, but more importantly, your obedience yes. um, in activating your faith, because it sounds mm-hmm. like you've always 
been a faith walker, but then I heard you say you struggle with people pleasing mm-hmm. at one point, um, which held you back mm-hmm. um, a lot of times. And you decided no more. I am going to obey God. I'm going to follow God's voice. I'm going to trust when God is showing me something, when he's speaking to me all the way down to even selling your home and not knowing where you and your children were going to go. You trusted God completely through all of that. And so I think that is an absolute great picture of what the faith walk looks like. Um, But we also know there's a flip side to being obedient and to receiving blessings. Uh Um, And I will, I do want to give this scripture, but without faith, it is impossible to please him. For he that coming to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of them that diligently seek him. And that was one key thing that you said, Marquita, you was talking to God and not only were you talking, you were listening to him and you was looking for him. Yes. Um, yes. Mm-hmm. And he rewarded that. He rewarded yeah. your obedience to his voice. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. To your to him saying, okay, go this, go this way, go talk to this person. Um, even down to you saying, okay, here I am. I'm blessed. I end up moving into a house for three months. You even paid attention to how you're constantly seeing the number three. So he's constantly letting you know the father and the son and the Holy Spirit has you covered. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yes. Come on, Kimberly. (laughs) You got to revelate. Yes, (laughs) ma'am. No, it doesn't matter. As long as you follow me, I'm with you because he said I'll be with you always. Oh my gosh, yes. I will never yes. leave you nor Ooh. forsake you. Nor forsake. Huh. And he showed himself Ooh. to be true in that, even in times where maybe you doubted yourself and maybe you weren't even trusting what the Lord was showing you, he still showed you my word is true and it will never ever return back void. And right. you mm-hmm. walked that thing out and then he showed up. Mm-hmm. And so. I now want to talk about, okay, now you've been rewarded. You got the blessing. You got the house. The other house is sold. I'm sure you were blessed financially even in that piece. So, okay, Mm -hmm. God, you've kept your promise. You kept your word. It's all good. Mm -hmm. So, Mm -hmm. So I'm sure you thought. Right. And then you transition. You get to Houston. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm Ooh. sure initially it looks great. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. And I can speak oh, to this because Lord. I, like you, navigated here from St. Louis. Um, uh-uh. <laughs> and I went through something. It looked uh-huh. great upon my arrival. It looked like the promised land. It did. Yeah. That's it right there. (laughs) That word right there. I got to tell you something about that later on. This is exactly what this is. But keep on going. Keep on going. And so for me personally, even before I transitioned, because I've came to Houston several times, but my last time of coming back, I went to um, speak with my shepherd and my first lady about it and was given a revelation. Um, And it was said to me that there was going to be some struggle for me here. 
Well, I received the word because they always speak words of truth. And I know that God, mm -hmm. you know, Holy Spirit speaks through them and I trust them. And they've just been an amazing um, spiritual mother and father mm -hmm. to me. I had no clue what I was in store for, though. Like, mm -hmm. no clue. And so I said all that to say because you and I have um, talked. I know you didn't have a clue of what was coming for you either on the other side nope. of the mountain, as they say, <laughs> because, you know, when you first get here and do it, seem like you at the top of the mountain. Mm -hmm. You on cloud yes, nine because it's fresh, it's new, and it's different, and you feel like, who I finally can breathe. I have this weight off yes. of me. Yes. <laughs> absolutely <laughs> and then like a flood here he comes so i want you to walk us through when the light went out and you couldn't see anymore and you still had to keep your faith intact Still, okay. Still, you had words. to Still. walk through the pit. You had to walk through pure darkness where you couldn't see anything, any light of hope at all. But mm. something mm. inside of you, not something, we're going to say the Lord, the Holy Spirit that lives within us, kept telling you, no, you have to keep going. You have to keep praying. You have to keep mm. speaking mm. a word. Mm. You have to be, you have to continue being kind. I know that they wronged you. I know that they shouldn't have did that to you, but here's how you have to act. I want you to walk us through what they look like for you. Oh, honey. Okay. I'm going to try to condense this because one leads upon the other, that trial that you're talking about right there. Okay. When I got out here, Everything was great and it was gravy. When I, when I say the Lord showed up for me, he showed up for mm -hmm, me. So mm -hmm. I'm going to say a couple of the miracles so I can get to where okay. the trial, where it almost literally almost made me forfeit the blessing. And My we're talking God. about this recently. Okay. So when I first got out here, it took me a little bit longer in order for me to find a place. Here's a piece that I need to put in. When I say I wanted to make sure that it was prepared, because you got to understand, I was still in trepidation mode. Like I cannot afford. I am going about 1700 miles away. Mm -hmm. I can't afford to not have my ducks lined up in a row. Mm -hmm. So January comes. Oh, this was the clue that let me know that I was definitely uh, had said my yes was correct. My first um, I'm going to say confirmation that the Lord heard my yes. I had called a, a veterans agency out here mm -hmm. to ask them questions and say, hey, I'm transitioning. Mind you, I've never been treated good as a veteran back home. It's like you have to kind of get a few places, only mm -hmm. a few agencies honored. Didn't know out here that th that this is a whole movement that we were treated like you're treated like royalty out mm -hmm. here. Didn't know that, but something told me call a veteran agency so I can try to have as many hands on uh, help that I could get. Mm -hmm. Called them, 
spoke to the guy that answered the phone. We talked for probably over an hour. My last question after he was, I'm talking about just ranting and raving about the great things about Houston. Last piece, I said, hey, can you refer me to a real estate agent? Because I already knew that I was going to have to rent. Mm -hmm. He said, well, it just so happens you're in luck. I am one. That right there. Wow. Open, so he started sending me houses. Me and the children, we would make this a nightly thing that we started gathering around mm-hmm. and, uh, you know, just having an address. Uh, yes. The address is where I wanted to go. So once I touched down, I was not letting the grass grow underneath my feet. Okay, we're going to be in the hotel for probably a couple of days. Okay. I came stat with some money. Okay. I'm ready to rock and roll with this thing. Okay. Well, them couple of days turned into about almost 40 days. Wow. And I almost... Wow. In the middle, Come on. I was sitting at the desk and I said, you did not lead me all this way for me to have to go back. Surely you have something in store for me. I was dealing with younger children that mind you, and this is the other thing too, it's in my book, but I'm just going to say this. They had dealt with a few um, areas where I was homeless a few times wow. and they were with me. Wow. So to be in a hotel with children that they didn't want to have to deal with that and you're seeing their faces and they keep asking, well, when are we going to get a place and do this and do that? It was shaking my faith, but I can, just like I can see it now, I was sitting at that desk. I closed my eyes and I said, you did not lead me all the way for me to have to turn back around. I know this is where my promised land is. Come on. And when I felt that urge that was on my back to say, you know what, y'all just come on, we're going to turn around. It's like he pulled that from me. Wow. And I heard the Holy Spirit say, do not be afraid of men in their faces. So it's like I had to block their face out, the children's face. I had to let them complain, but as long as I got out every day, I would get up early when they were asleep. I'm talking about the heat out here is about 200. You know, it feels like it's on hell every day in the summertime, but I had to get out here and I had to go and find houses and I had to go and meet. Mind you, the agent that was supposed to be showing me the houses, his only job was to get me here to do enough. And then the man fell completely out of my life. I hadn't seen him no more except for months after that. You see what I mean? So everybody was in place. Okay, fast forward. Finally came across a house. That within itself is a miracle, okay? Mm -hmm. There were many miracles that God performed up until that 40th day when he opened the door for me to move into a place, all right? This is where the faith gets shaky. We stayed in that house for a year, actually an extra month. Uh, I know that this was all a God move, so I don't want to say like and, and place blame, you know, on... Um, where I was renting at the time, mm-hmm. but they were strategic. The the uh, one of the owners, black female, mm-hmm. was being strategically used in order to push me out of the way where because this was her home, mm-hmm. even though there was nothing that I did, it was her choice whether or not she wanted to extend the lease or not. Mm-hmm. Mind you, at the same time, now we're talking about 2021. Rent relief money is going out. People are getting stacked up. They're mm-hmm. getting paid back a whole year. Seller's market on with the real estate. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody was going crazy with snatching up places to buy. They're moving and they are mm-hmm. paying over the market prices right 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 so she knew that she could get way more for this house and Mm. i honestly believe that that had everything to do with it wow 
She didn't have to give me a reason as to why she didn't want to extend the lease. As to my understanding, landlords out here, this is their lane. Yeah. They don't have to. I, so I really had no recourse of action. This mm -hmm. is her property. Mm -hmm. I had to go. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. What do you think that put me? It put me back into another hotel. Oh I actually paid extra to give myself time. I was supposed to transition from one house to another. Mm -hmm. But like I said, people are coming with stacks of cash in their hand. And the house was snatched from underneath me so me and my children went into a hotel the beginning of October in 2021 that was my birthday month and every single plan that I had fell completely apart my god we moved into the hotel also around the time this is where the faith comes in at moved in the hotel around the time where there was some type of sports convention going on so typically Normally, this mind you, this is the same hotel that I moved into the year before mm -hmm. when the Lord opened the door for me to move into a place. How funny it is that I moved right back into the same hotel. Y'all, it's so important that you do not burn bridges with attitude or and treat people good oh because God. you never know when you got to cross that bridge again and you need those very same people. What if I was mean and nasty yes, or what if I was allowing my children to be unruly and be all oh over God. the place? What if I trashed the room? What if my room was unkept? What if they had problems out of me not knowing I was going to come back to this place? Wow. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. Thank the Lord because it opened doors of favor. And I'm going to tell you how the Lord kept me during this time. Okay. The first time that I moved out here, we was in the hotel for 40 days. Mm -hmm. All right. No, notice that number. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. We're back to this number three. Not three days. Not three weeks. I was in that hotel for three and a half months. My God. We spent my birthday, which is October. Thanksgiving, which was November, Christmas, which was December, and then the new year in January. By this time, Kimberly, when I tell you that midway, when it was halfway through October, I said, this is for the birds. I told you there was a sports convention going on. Mm -hmm. So this was really the enemy. I'm talking about coming at me with everything that he could. Mm -hmm. Me and the children had to bounce around from hotel to hotel mm -hmm. because the rooms kept being sold out. My we God. couldn't stay long. There was no stability in the first couple of months. So if I kept saying, Lord, thank you for the stability. And now I'm back in an unstable place. Yeah. It was messing with me mentally, emotionally. And then I'm dealing with these same children. Okay, yeah. saying children that don't understand. We were moving out of the hotel, one of the hotels, and I, I mean, she had no more space. I said, I will even pay over. I just don't want to go. And she said, I'm sorry, but they had already booked these rooms up. My God. This is where I almost, almost, it was the middle of October. I had parked my van near the exit door, close by where my room was, because mind you, I've got four children with me. Yes, a couple of them are a little bit older, but my younger two, okay? So we're in these rooms. We're in suites. So we've got clothes. We're bouncing around with baskets of clothes, personal items. Mm -hmm. I've got my laptop. They've got, they're, they're in school, by the way. Mm -hmm. So they're in school. They've got all their school stuff. We got shoes all over the place. I mean, it was packing up where we were moving like vagabonds, like nomads, oh like. Like, I mean, it was crazy. And I, then I got to maintain all of this. Bad enough, I spent my, my birthday in there, like all them plans. What is going on? 
Here is where I almost lost it. But if it had not been for the Holy Spirit, I had packed up a basket. I had to will myself not to cry because I had already broke down a couple of times in those weeks. I said, Lord, I don't understand this. What did I do wrong? I did everything that you asked me to do. What is why, why is this? What's going Where are you? I don't hear you. I don't see you. I don't understand. What is the problem? I was packing my stuff up, walking down the, the hallway, and I said, you know what? Forget this. I've got my stuff in storage. I will come back and I will get that stuff later. I'm going to pack these kids up and I'm going to drive back to Virginia mm-hmm. because I didn't move out here for this. I haven't even started my business all the way. I thought that I had moved out here. This was a promise land. All of these things. Oh I don't God. understand what I did. Obviously, I failed somewhere. I'm tired of failing. I'm tired of doing wrong. This, this is it because I can't seem to get it right. And when I almost got halfway out the door, because before the seed could set in that I'm going to tell these kids that we're about to go back to Virginia, they were in school. My older one was he was packing up his room. Mm -hmm. The Holy Spirit said. Is this not the same God that you serve? That opened up doors after doors after doors when you first moved here last year. Mm -hmm. And right after that, Kimberly. He allowed me to walk through every single blessing. I'm talking about miraculous blessings when I first moved out from me getting a vehicle, from me moving into a home, from me having favor. I mean, it was nonstop. And the Holy Spirit played it all in my mind to snatch that seed of doubt and fear so that he can insert faith again. He allowed my, 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 uh, I'm going to say, my my attitude was better. Mm-hmm. The, the the anger and the and the rage and all that stuff I was feeling gone. And I said, "Okay, Lord, you are absolutely right, Father. I repent. You did not. You didn't bring me out here because what you started as a good work, I know that you're going to finish that thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I had to pull myself together. I took my older son out to lunch. And I said, listen, you have every right if you want to go because he's he's older. He's in his 20s. Mm-hmm. You got every right to leave. And this is not your fight. It's not even a fight for real. It is something that God is doing. And I don't know what it is, but I understand what this looks like. And you don't deserve to have to go through this. I said, but I promise you, I know that I'm going to win. I came out here to win. I can't go back to Virginia for what? I've already mm-hmm. done everything I needed to do. There was nothing for me to go back to. Right. Everything was here. The promised land is here. I said, so I'm going to stick this out. I don't know how long it is, but I know that it's something in this. And I say that to say, Kimberly, not only did he take my the depth of my faith deeper during that time, because I didn't know I was going to be there for Thanksgiving. I didn't know I was going to be there for Christmas. Didn't know I was going to be there for New Year. But what he did in that time, when I tell you that I didn't skip a beat, I paid for not one, but two hotel rooms. Okay. I never wanted for food. I never had, uh, was without in terms of anything. The gas stayed in the vehicle. I never missed a beat when it came to my, my bills. Here is where the favor kicked in. This is how I knew that it was him. There were a few times that I was late paying for my room. 
because my income at the time was monthly. Mind you, I couldn't work. Mm -hmm. I could not work. So the income that I had coming in, I had to stretch it over 30 days. It only came in once a month. It was from the military. So the fact that there was times where you're talking about paying for food out of pocket, our personal stuff, Mm -hmm. personal hygiene, Mm -hmm. the room itself was running me about $1,500 a week. Wow, my God. Two rooms, okay? But when I tell you that the Lord always showed up and came through, even to the degrees, here is the faith piece right here, but here is the favor. When you are obedient, when you are willing and obedient, you will eat the good of the land. Come on. I was late on more than one occasion. What hotel do you know allows you to stay past checkout? Okay. What hotel do you know allows you to go not one, not two, not three days sometimes. One time I was 10 days behind of paying for both of these rooms, but the manager... Whom I had developed a relationship. She saw that I was a woman of integrity. I said, if you would allow me, I promise you, I would not leave you standing. Every single time I told her I would get in some kind of way, the Lord would bring it to me miraculously. And every time when I told her I would pay, I was down there at their front desk taking care of stuff. Every single time. Come on. Come on. That's because I decided to stay. I'm sorry. Go ahead. Oh, no, 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 no. You decided to stay. I said, no, I said, that was because I decided to stay. I stayed in faith because I knew that there was something that he was going to do. If for nothing else, if it was to to take me to a a deeper depth with him in terms of my faith, if it was to show my children that yet again, their mother is a believer and I don't care what it looks like. My God always comes through for me because when he comes through for me, he came through for them. You know, they can be mad all they want. But what you will not do is you will not deny the fact that every time when I say we need to have the time, they didn't even know what was going on. All they knew was that they had a roof over their head. They had food to eat. We had clean clothes. Anything that that they needed, I was able to go to the store. And on top of that, we were safe. We were in a safe place. I wasn't in a shelter. I wasn't living out of my vehicle. If for nothing else, he showed me, you have elevated from these areas that you dealt with before. You'll never have to go back to those again. So it's almost like, if you've ever heard this, it's not what we go through, but it's how we go through it. Come on. Who was not in that room having a praise and worship? Who was not in that room saying, Lord, even though I don't understand, I trust you. Who was not in that room? And I'm just going to be honest. Half the time I cried myself to sleep every night because Mm -hmm. I felt by myself. There was nobody else going through that with me except for my children. People that tried to help me. The Lord will block that door because he said no, because they're going to take the credit. I need to do this to let you know it's me and you right now, daughter. I'm telling you, when I say that God, listen, he is an, a keeper for sure. A keeper for sure. Yes, ma'am. That was the testament and the trial of my faith. And thank the Lord, January the 14th, opened the door for me to move into a place with no money. Nothing but favor. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Uh So awesome. That now that's a story of faith. (laughs) (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) Powerful. And glory be to God. Um, And it brought me to two scriptures just listening um, to you. And the first one comes out of James 2, verses 21 through 22. 
Do uh-huh. you see that faith was working together with his works and by works, faith was made perfect. And uh, he made his, he made your faith perfect. My goodness. Even in the midst of the darkness, even in the midst of being homeless, um, living in hotels, his faith, it was still made perfect in the end because Absolutely. you still ended up in a nice home. Yes. Um, yes. While it was hard for you to go through that, it wasn't mm-hmm. just for you. Mm-mm. That was Mm-mm. more so to teach your children how to activate yes, their faith. Come on. And to walk out their faith. And, Absolutely. Um, because the Bible tells us to train up a child in the way in which he should go. And when he is old, he will not depart he from it. He will not depart from it. That's so, right. So even in those times in their future, in their adult life, when they mm-hmm. begin to go through tests and trials, they will be able mm-hmm. to look back and remember. I remember That's when it. my mom, when we had to sleep in the car, or, you know, the different places that you all had to travel to. And as you said, you guys. That's were, right packing up your things and constantly having to move around, they'll mm-hmm. remember where God took you guys from to where you are now and even to where he is getting ready to elevate you to. That's um, it. Because you're just getting started, sis. Um, uh-huh. And the second, <laughs> and that's just a fact, you yeah. are. The second part of what was brought to me, because I'm sure you had people persecuting you and talking about you and see, I told you, I knew she wasn't going to be able to do it. And all of that foolishness that the naysayers get to saying, I'm sure you experienced all of that and still had to keep a faith face. Yes. Um, And I said a faith face. Notice that. Yes. You know, you couldn't tell them what you really wanted to tell them because you had to walk that thing out in love because you had to keep your faith activated because you understood you couldn't let the enemy get you off kilter because your reward was based on your obedience. And you understood that. So to Mm -hmm. entertain the foolishness from a naysayer would have pulled you down and got you off track. And God even honored that. And the scripture that was brought to me is Isaiah 61 and 7. Instead Mm -hmm. of your shame, there shall be a double portion. Instead of dishonor, they shall rejoice in their lot. Therefore, in their land, they shall possess a double portion. They shall have everlasting joy. When I tell you, God hasn't even done everything that he's going to do for you. That was just an appetizer. Um, This is just the introduction of what's to come. That's why the enemy works so hard to try to stop you. That's why he always used your family and other people to speak against you. That's why the name of what you do is Marquita Speaks Life. That's why he's always trying to snatch the word out of your mouth. (laughs) But God said not so. That's right. Oh, come on, sis. So, again, this is the faith walk, y'all. This walk is Uh, not for the weak at heart. Um, uh, It's not for the faint at heart. It's not uh, for the weak uh, at all. The faith walk requires a lot of tenacity, a lot of patience, a lot of not being misunderstood, a lot of being overlooked and talked about and all of that, uh, being persecuted. 
This is what the real faith walk is about. Picking up your cross and following after Jesus. Even when you don't understand him telling you to go to a foreign land. God just wants to see, are you going to be obedient? And Marquita just shared her story where it led her to days of being homeless. It Uh led her to living in a hotel for three months. Mm, mm, mm. Something she had no intention of doing. Mm -mm, Not at all. (laughs) But now here she is, a published author, a well-renowned author. Thank Um, you. Yes, Lord. (laughs) God is faithful. (laughs) A sound voice for corporate operations. Yes. Come on. Thank you, Jesus. To God be the glory on this, honey. <laughs> um, she's a mother. She's a philanthropist. In the midst of the homelessness, God still used her. In the midst of COVID, God still blessed her. Yeah. In the midst of a pandemic. Yes, yes, and yes. All mm. because of her mm-hmm. obedience. She didn't sit back and say, oh, well, it's a pandemic. I can't do this right now. I don't have the money for this right now. She said, no, Lord, you said do it. I'm going to do it. I trust that you're going to okay. give me the resources and it's going to happen. This mm-hmm. is the faith walk. Mm-hmm. Are y'all mm-hmm. on this journey with us? And I Ooh. forgot to tell y'all at the top of the hour, but you guys know the drill, but I'm going to throw it in now. I hope you have your notebooks, your pen, and you are taking notes and I really hope y'all on this walk with us because we going somewhere. Absolutely. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. <laughs> My we God. Going yes, somewhere. we are. And we're going to have a short intermission, guys, and we will be back shortly. Okay, guys, we're back. So during our quick little intermission, we actually was just chatting a little bit and I feel blessed and I thank God uh, Marquita just shared with me that her faith has been activated even just through our conversation um, tonight. And I want to push you. I want to encourage you to do the very thing that fear has tried to tell you you're not ready to do. Um, That's it. God used tonight to show you you are ready. Um, yes. He used you even sharing your story. Let that be a reminder that you already have everything inside of you that you need to do whatever it is he's already preordained and predestined for you to do. That's it right um, there. Because even for me, this has been a faith walk for me as well. Um, nobody trained me on how to begin podcasting. I'm going to be very honest. One of my very dear friends, may his soul rest in peace, um, before he passed away, he Mm. inboxed me. um, And I mean, I love, love, loved him because he would do my hair. Um, He was just like my brother. Um, But my girlfriend at the same time, one of my besties, I can hang out and we have a good time, you know. Um, Mm -hmm. And he reached out to me and he was like, sister, you need to start doing vlogs. This was probably 10, 15 years ago, being very honest. Um. And periodically he would reach out just like, sis, are you writing? Did you start doing the vlogs yet? And I'm just like, no, brother, I'm going to do it. And just kept kind of putting it off. Um, Well, in 2020, again, during the pandemic, like you, 
Mm-hmm. Holy Spirit just really was dealing with me about writing the book and doing the podcast and just speaking in general. Um, mm-hmm. Just to begin sharing my story of how he blessed me even through being sexually assaulted and all of that. Um, pre- that's how Pretty Virtuous Girl Society evolved. That All of that evolved out of pain. Um, all of this evolved mm-hmm. out of pain, dark, darkness, and brokenness, but God's plans are perfect. And I, like you, when the Lord tells me something, I do my best to obey because Mm -hmm. I know the danger in not obeying. And Mm -hmm. that's another topic for another day. So we're not going to go into that. And so getting to the podcast, I was just sitting outside as I do many mornings. Most mornings I go outside to pray and meditate and just spend time with God. I like to be outside in nature. Um, And I was led to record. And so in doing that recording, the Holy Spirit just began to take over. Uh And I was then led to re-record it and to post it as a podcast show. And I, like you, was going through that whole thing of, oh, I was stuttering and it's background noise and this doesn't sound right. And um, Holy Spirit is like, none of that matters. This is for the one. Uh And God began to deal with me a lot on the one. And the more I started to focus in on it's somebody somewhere who needs your story, who needs to hear your voice. Stop focusing on the masses and be obedient because this is for the one. The same way God would send different people to talk to me and it would get me activated or pull me up out of a dark place. And literally from there, I did two, three, four, five, and it just kind of went on from there. And you guys will see, especially those who have been on this journey with me from the beginning, it wasn't good in the beginning. I'm going to be honest. Um, And I'm tweaking it and getting better at it as I go along. And yes, now I'm making the financial investments to get the proper training and coaching for speaking and all of that good stuff. But initially I didn't have the finances to be able to do that. Mm -hmm. And even now I still have to budget for it. Um, And God just opens doors and sends blessings. And again, that's something else for another day. Um, But you and I even talked about that, how he, Even you yourself have been a blessing to me. You yourself tonight share with me that you're going to be a blessing to me. And it completely blew my mind. And that's a testimony guys will share because I'm definitely going to have her back on. (laughs) And we're going to share that testimony on another day. But it blew my mind, y'all. So I said all that to say, what if I wouldn't have been obedient, Marquita? Uh Uh-huh. One, I would have missed the blessing. Yes. I would have missed the opportunity to be a blessing. Yes. Mm-hmm. And that's to me is the most important piece because that is the reason why I do this. One, first and foremost, mm-hmm. to give God glory, but two, to be a blessing to somebody else who needs it, somebody else who wants it. Um, and so I just, again, want to say thank you so much. I really, really appreciate mm-hmm. You just opening up and sharing your story and being transparent because it takes courage to do this. 
It does. Oh my gosh, yes, it does. <laughs> I want to applaud you though, Kimberly, for even stepping out because had you not hearkened, you know, to a voice that was tugging on you, it came to you audibly as well as spiritually, then we wouldn't have this opportunity right here, right now, which in just during the intermission, it really unlocked another level of faith where I just said, wait a minute, it really brought revelation. So what if you had not said yes? I said this very same thing to someone else. Had you not said yes, it was Patrick, as a matter of fact. That's mm -hmm. another story for another day. And that's how I honestly ended up out here. Had he not said yes, yes. to his calling, he wouldn't have been in position to even yes. tell me about what he saw in my future, what he saw in me, and he saw beyond what everybody else saw because I was struggling at yes, that time. Yes, you see yes, what I'm saying? Yes, so yes. it's so important that we say yes to whatever it is. We don't have to know all the ins and outs as just give a yes. That was yes. what I said from the beginning. There are other people's destinies connected to your yes. And if you're not in position... Because you're the person with the yes and you're the person with whatever you need on the inside to either give or to impart, then that other person can't get what they need. Come on. You know? Yes. So it's so, so your yes is imperative. And I thank you for even saying yes to this because then I ended up coming crossing paths with you. And now we're here and look at what the future, we don't even have it. Just like you said, just getting started. Yes. I'm so excited because I know God is getting ready to do something so amazing and so profound in your life. Going right back to that. Yes. That yes just keeps on. It keeps giving life. It yes. keeps giving yes. life. Yes. 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 Mm -hmm. Yes. Eyes have not seen nor have ear heard what the Lord is getting ready That's to right. do. Um, because we know that we are called according to his purpose. That's um, it. And so he said, no good. He will hold nothing good from us. That's right. And we That's trust good. and we believe that. Um, and so, again, I know the power of the yes. Mm -hmm. But I also know the power of the no. That's right. Come uh, on. <laughs> and the no can, that can be two-sided. Yes. Um, Come on, talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> that that's a double sided no that is. Let me yeah. correct that for uh -huh. you know my people who wanna be correct all the time. Uh huh. Um let's first talk about God's no. Uh-huh. And I know the danger in ignoring God's no. Uh -huh. it, it's a very dangerous line to cross when God tells you not to do something or mm. not to go somewhere or not to talk to someone or not to get involved with a business deal and you choose to do it anyway mm -hmm. while he will cover us and protect us there are consequences because we serve a jealous God mm. and that's why I sometimes get irritated with the whole God knows my heart statement he does. Mm -hmm. He does. Mm -hmm. He absolutely knows our heart. And he knows when our hearts are far from him in our decision making, too. Mm -hmm. And that's the piece that we don't want to talk about. And so in those times where he tells us no and we do what we want to do anyway, God knows in that moment your heart wasn't with God. 
Mm-hmm. I can honestly admit that. And so in those moments, he gave me over to a reprobate mind pretty much. Mm. Yes, I'm going to be the one to say it. There were times God just took his hands off of me completely because he had mm-hmm. told me many times not to do a particular thing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I kept doing it anyway. So he said, okay, fine. I'm going to just, because he's never going to take our free will away from us. Right. I'm going to let you do what you want to do. And here is where I try to manipulate the word. <laughs> and say, well, I'm going out trusting that God going to protect me. Mm-hmm. Thinking mm-hmm. I can still activate my faith that way. Mm-hmm. When that's not quite how it works. He will protect us. Mm-hmm. But that does not mean it's not going to come with some type of painful consequence in the midst of him protecting us. So that's that mm-hmm. side of the coin of the no. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then you have the no where God wants us to be the one to say no. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. that's not an easy one because people who have become accustomed to us saying yes, they don't know how to receive mm-hmm. our no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And you have to learn how to be okay with being rejected because of your no. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's and- right. <laughs> And talked about and because sometimes your no is weird because everybody else is saying yes to that thing. Right, right. And who are you to come along and say no? Right. Um, but you got to be okay with I'm saying no. Be, I'm saying no to you and your way or I'm saying no to what everybody else is doing because I'm saying yes to God. Mm-hmm. I'm saying uh-huh. yes to I'm going to walk away from this $100,000 career to open a business. Uh-huh. I'm saying yes, right. I'm going to look like a fool to people. I am. Right. But I trust God. Right. Um, so the job offers me more money to stay and I still say no. Uh-huh. This uh-huh. again is the faith walk. Because Mm -hmm. a lot of people talk about having faith up until your faith is really put to the test. Meaning you're put in a position where you're not comfortable. Right. Where you're walking Mm -hmm. into unknown territories like what you had to do. Right. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. So this the faith walk, y'all. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> and My I want to define faith um, because mm-hmm. you said something where you had moments where you was like, I'm about to give up. Like, I'm going mm-hmm. back, even though I don't want to go back. It's nothing there for me to go back to. You was mm-hmm. toiling. You was in conflict and confusion in your mm-hmm. mind. Right, right. Because right. this don't look right. Right. This not that what part. you said, God. This not the promised land. This not right. no. Mm-hmm. That's it right there. Okay. It's so important for people to understand that um you're going to wrestle and you're going to go back and forth in your mind, in your spirit, in your heart. You are going to do that, and guess what? It is okay. Mm-hmm. Because that is the human side of you. Because if faith were easy, 
everybody would be doing it. Come on. If faith were easy, then nobody would ever be, be have to deal with adversity. Come on. If faith was easy, then this whole the world itself would not be in the in the in the condition that it's in. My God. Because somebody would have everybody would have been doing the right thing. Come on. Do you understand? And so don't beat yourself up thinking that you don't have any faith because maybe you didn't follow through or maybe you said, mm-hmm. you know what, forget it. I can't. I'm not strong enough. Mm-hmm. I'm not this. Mm-hmm. I'm not that. It's okay. Mm-hmm. Free yourself right now. Come on. Because the thing about it is that although, yes, at that time and whatever the capacity on however God intended to use or whatever you needed faith for. Mm-hmm. There's two things that I want to say to that. It's not to negate it because just as as you said, Kimberly, there is a, a consequence to a degree. Mm-hmm. Maybe not so much that deal, deals, it may not be a, a thing where there's a no, but the fact that a person did not step out of faith. So now that Ooh. means, okay, well, until my daughter or my son is not ready, since they're not ready, hmm. he had to go out and raise somebody else to do that Ooh. part. So that those people would not be stuck waiting on the person that was supposed to say yes, so that they're not losing faith any further than what they already have. Everything intermingles with each other. But he said, all things work together for the good of them that love the Lord and are called, and for them that are called according to his purpose. So that means that even in the no, or in the, I can't do this, Lord, I'm not strong enough, or I don't have the faith, he still will take even that moment, and he will still allow it to work out for you. Why? Because that is the God that we serve. That's number one. Number two, is even in that with without with, where the faith may may kind of wane or it goes down, even when you're in a position that you may not choose the right thing, God always gives us there's there's I'm gonna say that there the, the ram in the bush. Come on. Okay. So where we may not step up to the plate because of how mindful he is, he's so gracious to say, Okay, I, I see it. Mm-hmm. I'm going to allow, we'll come back around to this because mm-hmm. here's the thing. If it's something that we're supposed to go through, you're going to have to keep facing that until you go through it. Come on. Because again, yes, it's our free will choice, but at some point in time, when do we stop running and when do we just say yes? Because again, it's not about us. Mm-hmm. That's Everything it. that we go through in life is either because of a choice that we made or it is by force, meaning it's it's all embedded in this life that we know it. They don't, we don't, it doesn't come with a manual. It doesn't tell you, oh, on this day and at this time, you're going to deal with this situation. Now, here go your options. No, we don't get that. We didn't get right. that luxury. It's when it uh, when it shows up. That's when it, it's that decision-making time. But that's the only way that you're going to know. Come because I, I had somebody told me this some time ago. Even in not making a choice is making a choice. That's it. That's it. That's it. That's when you it. don't make a choice, you are you still making a choice, choice whether you so know it or true. not. Very true. So you might as well go ahead. And it's all about how does it resonate on the inside. Now, some stuff is just plain, you know, what what what, what do we say that's on social media? Uh-uh, you know, don't touch that. Mm-hmm, it's certain mm-hmm. things where if you already know, it looks like it's dangerous or Come it on. looks like... Not so much in the look of, okay, uh, I know that he's sending me into the fiery furnace. I'm not talking about when it comes to faith. Hmm. I'm talking about if you know 
if you try to jump off this bridge, mm -hmm. you know what I'm saying? What's the likelihood that you're not going to hurt wow. yourself, let alone kill yourself? Wow. So it ain't something that you need to do to try to prove where everybody else that did it before Come me, ain't what they were doing. No, 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 no. We're talking about using good common sense that God has given us. Yes. That's in the natural. Yes. But when it comes to the spiritual, the only way that you're going to know what to do and what not to do is if you make the choice because it's sight unseen. Come on. Now faith. Not just faith. Yes, it's now, now faith, faith. The word now. now. Now faith is the substance of things it's hoped for and the evidence of things not seen. Amen. That's it. So I just want to say that to encourage anybody that's listening don't beat yourself up where you feel as if you faltered or you failed when Come it comes on. to faith. Because as Kimberly said, it is not for the faint of heart. You, it is not for those that are faint at heart and for those that are weak in, in every area of their lives. You got to build up a little. And it's going to take some time. Yes. But sometimes you got to be kind of pushed off the cliff so that you can do something because you just never know how God is going to catch you. Come on. And what he said, faith cometh by hearing and hearing by the word and of God. hearing by the word of God. So That's if you right. want to build your faith, you got to get in the book. You got to get in the word. You got to get That's on it. your face. Um, That's it. Um, you That's have it. to cry out to him. That's right. Um, that's one thing I make a habit of doing, crying out. And I pray for wisdom. I study to show myself approved. Mm -hmm. um, when I don't understand, I reach out to other scholars, people such as Marquita mm -hmm. and others mm -hmm. who I can call on because they say iron sharpens iron. That's um, right. And we do. We have to stay in the word and stay before God because he will give us everything. As I just even said to you guys, I didn't know mm -hmm. how to become a podcaster, but I knew mm -hmm. that the Lord had called me to do this. And he made, he gave the provisions as he's mm -hmm. going to continue to do. And so that's the thing that I would say to you guys. And I agree with everything that Marquita has said. So I advise you all really take to heart what she has shared. But that mm -hmm. is the one thing that I will say, trust him and obey his word. And like that's she it. said, don't worry about what people are saying or who believes or who doesn't believe you have to know that you know that you know that you know mm -hmm. that God is going to be with you and mm -hmm. that he's going to see you through whether you are at the peak or in the valley um where you're at the top of the mountain or just beginning to walk the mountain you mm -hmm. have to trust and know that God is going to be with you every step of the way that's why it's called the faith walk and Merriam-Webster defines, and I have several definitions of faith. The first mm -hmm. that I really liked, faith is an allegiance to duty or person. Um, mm. It's a loyalty. You know, when you have an allegiance with someone, y'all together, you know, they have mm -hmm. your back. And you was talking about how you started to question God. Mm -hmm. Um, mm -hmm. But... The whole while he had an allegiance with you, he was right. already working behind the scenes and working things out for you when you couldn't see it. Absolutely. Um, and the next one <clears throat> describes faith as being fidelity 
to one's promise, which fidelity mm-hmm. means the state of being faithful. And we know that the God we serve is faithful. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. if he promises us something, here's the thing. Catch this. God mm-hmm. will make promises to us. But it right. goes back to our obedience to obeying what it is that he's calling and requiring us to do to get to the promise. Mm-hmm. It's no mm-hmm. different than the children of Israel. He wanted to take them to the promised land. It was theirs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But they didn't obey his instructions of when to go and how to go. They kept doing it their own way and something that Mm -hmm. they could have done in a matter of days. It took them 40 years to do. Mm -hmm. And so Mm -hmm. even for you, you said y'all was in that hotel pretty much almost 40 days. That's right. But it was Mm -hmm. something God wanted you to learn in that. Mm-hmm. And you learn what you needed to learn. And then right at that 40 day mark, he said, okay, it's time for you to come out. That's right. You're coming right. out of this. Uh-huh. It, it happened the same way for me, even with this, with this, he had been telling me for a few uh-huh. years, you coming out of this, you coming out of this. And then right, right at that 40th mark, there it was that when I turned 40, uh-huh. I didn't know how my, what my coming out was going to look like. Just being uh-huh. honest with you guys. I did not. I had no clue that my coming out was going to require me to go admit myself into a psychiatric hospital. Mm. Especially when I am enrolled in one of the top universities in the United States in a psychology Mm -hmm. program. Mm -hmm. How Mm do you think I'm about to go admit myself in this? I'm going to mess up my credentialing. Right. Mm -hmm. At least Mm -hmm. that's what was going through my head. Right. But I had to, like you said, I had to make a choice. I had to make a decision. Um, Mm -hmm. And I also had to activate my faith. And for me, you either going to go admit yourself or you're going to stay here and die. Mm -hmm. Those are your two options for where I was. And I chose the the first. I'm going to go admit myself. Had no clue of what I was getting into. But God did because that's what opened up the door. That was my coming out. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. All hell broke loose in my life. It did. Wow. Like all hell broke loose. Right. Mm -hmm. But Mm -hmm. it led me to where I am today. It's so much that I have, that the Lord has delivered me from, that I have overcome all because I decided to say, yes, Lord, I don't care how I'm going to look. I don't care what I'm about to lose. All Mm -hmm. I want, I want you. I want to be healed. I want to be whole. And if this is the way that I have to go to get there, this is what I'm going to do. I'm activating my faith right here, right now. I Mm -hmm. did that. And it landed me to where I am today. You said, Lord, you. it sounds to me like you kind of got to that same place. I'm tired. Uh-huh. I'm sick of this. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, that's the part that I did not say. I'm sorry. I, I just wanted to throw that in there. I pretty much, <clears throat> in the industry or the profession that God was calling me into that I thought was one thing at that time, but he clearly has brought clarity um, since I've been out here, mm-hmm. but the thing of it was, 
I was getting nowhere in anything that I was doing back home. It was literally, and here's the thing, I know this is, this probably sounds very crass and arrogant to say, but I promise you that there was like a vision God had showed me some years mm-hmm, ago that mm-hmm. showed me like, like I outgrew the state. Mm. I know that that is a very, that's, that's bold mm-hmm. to say that mm-hmm. we're talking about a state, not yeah. a city, not right, a home, right, right. not a community, a state. I, I, it's like, I could feel the state was closing in around me and I needed to stretch my arms and my legs. And it was like, I felt stifled. Wow. I, I kept thinking of that vision. And then it finally got to the point where it literally seemed like, Kimberly, everything that I kept trying, nothing was working. I said, how is it that I have this favor that people see? Certain things would work, but only to the degree because it was like my favor was trying to rise up and at least bring something, but not to the point where it kept me settled. It was almost as if everything became uprooted. So when it was time for me to go, I had no choice because that vision kept playing in my mind. Wow. Absolutely. I had no choice. That's why when when the Holy Spirit had brought that to me when I was packing my stuff, that's what I had to think about. What was I going to go back home to do? What? There was Hmm. nothing. It was almost like, what does the Bible talk about with dogs returning to their own vomit? That's exactly what that would have been. I would have been returning to vomit. Now, mind you, I love my home state. Mm -hmm. I'm not turning my back on it. He sent me out here to come and do a thing. So whenever it's the time, whether it's to move me back or whether mm-hmm, it's to be mm-hmm. by coastal that's just a hopefully it'll be by coastal because i love it out here mm-hmm. but i know that it's for me to be able to bring something back that's for so the people good. that are there whether it's virtually or in person i know that he brought me out here to start a thing so that i could finish Come on. what was started back home so I'm telling you there is I have yet like you just said I haven't even uh, listen here's the other thing I have done more in the year and a half that I've been out here and Kimberly the business is still has not launched like talking about I've done a few things yeah. in consulting but I have seen more blessings hit my life I have done more collectively um in a year and a half than I have the last 10, 15 years, probably. And that's probably lightly putting. I just don't even want to embarrass myself hmm. to say more than 15 years. But I'm talking about I've done more in a year and a half. And I still have not even really started as opposed to the last 10, 15 years plus altogether. Wow. I said, that's how I know. And that's how I knew. And that is why I said, Lord, not my will, but let your will be done. Because one thing about it. I know that I'm in my promised land. I am in the land that overflows with milk and honey. I am literally in the land where it says that he owns the cattle on a thousand hills. You Come know on. what? He owns Come them on. thousand hills too. It is plentiful out here. Come and on. wherever it is, whether God would have a person to bloom where they're planted or he, or he uproots you and he takes you to another place. I promise you, I would have never, ever, ever, ever thought the way that I only saw myself as a loser. I would have never thought I would be experiencing this right here, right now. And here is the thing. I still have not even gotten started yet. 
Come on. Haven't even gotten started yet. Come on. Because why? Because he said, I come that you may have life and life more yes, abundantly. and life more abundantly. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, Absolutely. He also just led me to Isaiah 61 and 8. Uh-huh, For uh-huh. I, the Lord, love justice. I hate robbery and wrong. I will faithfully give them their recompense. And I will make an everlasting covenant with them. And that's why everything you lost, you're getting it back. That's right. That's <laughs> right. That is God knows that, that is the entire truth. That is the entire truth. You are so right about everything that. the enemy stole, tried to sabotage. All he did mm-hmm. was prepare you for your blessing. That's right. Absolutely. He created an opportunity for God to bless you. Right. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just what that is. And again, yeah. y'all, this is the faith walk. Yes, it is. Um, and one of the other definitions describes faith, belief and trust and loyalty to God. Mm-hmm. Firm belief to something to which there is no proof. And that is the gist of faith. Is like you said, now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not no. seen. So uh-huh. again, we have you hear people say, Oh, I have faith and I saw this building and I know it's mine. But we're talking about when you just see the building in your head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You haven't even physically put your hand on the door or anything, but you can see it. And then one day, unexpectedly, you walk up on this this business in this mm-hmm. building, and Holy Spirit tells you it's yours. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. you actually say, "Okay, God, this you. I'm about to activate my faith, and you apply with no money in the bank." That's it right there. <laughs> that is it right there. I'm telling you, and he moves just like that. Why? Because of the fact that you are actually, you, you're moving in faith. You've activated the faith. But here, here is the activating ingredient. You know how they talk about when we do bread or make bread for those that make bread. And I'm, uh-huh. I'm just with an observation because I've never done it on my own. But you have the yeast and then you yeah, have yeah. the water and then you have the fl- all of that. All of that, and there's very simple ingredients when it comes down to the bread. It's mm-hmm, very simple. Mm-hmm. The active as yeast is the activator for the bread. The yeast in this uh, that we're talking about mm-hmm. is belief. Yes. All you have to do is believe Come that on. God is going to do it, or that you can do it. Because why He says I can do all things through Christ Jesus, who strengthens me. All you have to do is believe that it is going to work out. All you have to do is believe that when you take that step, whatever it is that you vision, get it in your mind and envision this is what's going to happen. The faith is the action and the believing is you mentally agreeing and saying, I can do this. I know this is going to work out. Get excited about it. And I promise you. It is going to work in your favor and it is going to manifest, even if it's not at that moment, because everything is all about timing as well. Keep speaking it in faith. Keep speaking it and saying this is going to happen because, hey, let me let me tell you a secret. When you speak negative and you're pessimistic and you're putting words of 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 negative words and, and words of death, you know what? You've got the power of life and death in your tongue. 
I can assure you that the very words that you spoke or even your thoughts, they're going to manifest. So why not just make it work for you and just go ahead on me? And and trust you me, that seems to come through quicker than Hmm. than the good thing. I don't know what it is about negativity that seems to have so much more speed than something positive. (laughs) But if that is going to happen anyway... Why not go ahead and take a gamble and start and start putting words of power and words of positivity and words of of belief and um, all of those things, the affirmations, great things, good things, things that are lovely, things that are pure, things that have a good report. Put those things in the atmosphere. That's right. It is going to happen. I promise you, because that is really how my life started turning around. That's the other piece that I forgot to say. I started speaking in affirmations. That's I started it. believing what I was saying. That's and it. when I started to see what I said happening, who whose faith did not keep increasing from there? Because now I'm seeing it. Come and on. I know that it's real. Come on. That's all you need is just one good win. All you need is a small win. That's, That's all you need. And I promise you, your eyes are going to start opening. Your ears are going to open. You're going to change your speech. You're going to change the way that you see things. And you're going to start walking in such a purpose that your feet, nothing is going to hold your feet down. Because now you know, oh, I said this and this happened. Well, shoot, if that happened, I can only imagine if I go and do this or if I go and say this, what can happen after that? Come on. Come on. And because he told us, speak those things that be not as though they were. And as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. Come on, sis. (laughs) So you are on point with the affirmations. I'm all about it. Um, I, even with my mentees, and those that I counsel, that is the one, that's like one of the first assignments that I give. Mm-hmm. Getting up every day, looking in the mirror, bare face, no makeup, any none of that. And you can do it with makeup too, but preferably with no makeup at the start of your day. Mm-hmm. And speak life over yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. I love myself. I'm beautiful. I'm an awesome woman of God. I am intelligent. I am strong. I am powerful. Whatever you are, begin to speak that over yourself. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I am the lender and not the borrower. I am the head and not the tail. Mm-hmm. Good things come to me. Good things are happening to me. My children are mm-hmm. blessed. My husband is blessed, even though I don't have a husband yet, but I pray for him now. Mm-hmm. That's right. Um, Absolutely. Uh-huh. I thank God in advance, whether it's, I, Lord Jesus, give me the word for this book. Thank you that my book has sold out, Jesus. That's thank you right. that this podcast is changing lives, Lord. Thank you that that, one, that young woman decided not to go out and stay home and you spared her life tonight, God. Like you mm-hmm. have to begin to... Thank God in advance, even after you do those affirmations. Thank them. That's your mm-hmm. that's you activating your faith to say, Lord, I know you're gonna do it. Absolutely. I believe Absolutely. it is done. Um mm-hmm. and Marquita, you also put your faith to work when you decided to switch gears and step into a different field of yes. now becoming a government contract liaison and I would like to know one what inspired you to go that route and how did your convictions play a role in that decision wow thank you so much for asking me that um you are absolutely on it with it being a conviction 
because I, again, if for nothing else, let's just say, and, and I believe that there are so many different reasons and aspects as to where my faith needed to go with being in the hotel recently as it's portraying in my life right now. And with that, I came out here when I, before I left Virginia, I started a transportation business that within itself. Oh, my God, it's, it's so many things with it. But let me let me stay focused. I have been going after government contracts or le- trying to learn about them in the arena of construction since 2012. Again, I write about this in my book, Shameless Plug. It's called Something Beautiful Out of Me. My uh, book name, uh, Something Beautiful Out of Me. My author name is Marquita Plum Jenkins. It's on Amazon, and I kind of spell all of this out. So I'll try to be very quick with it, but I had been going after uh, uh, um, construction opportunities since 2012. Now we're into 2018, going into 2019, and I was so uh, so tired of being rejected with opportunities not happening. As I look on it now, if it would have happened, it would have planted me and rooted me even the more. So I'm grateful. What did you say for that? No, because there's a blessing on the other side of the rejection. Rejection is protection, okay? So thank God for that. So what I kept hearing in my spirit was transportation. Everything that God, that I have learned, the one thing about God that I can say, what what you and I were talking about, I've been self-taught. Ever since I took the step and the leap of faith, mind you, my own personal inadequacies that I see often stood in the way. It didn't have nothing to do with what God saw. If I only would have seen myself the way that God sees me, I would know that I would be further along. But it's okay. I'm still in his timing and I'm still in, in, in perfect timing. I started transportation, but the transportation literally was the catalyst. It was what was going to lead me on a road towards the promised land. No pun intended, because I switched from trucking, then was thinking it was transportation and logistics because of who I am in my spirit, my spiritual gifts, but right. my also my natural gifts is the gift of helps and administration. I'm administratively skilled. It okay. comes easy to me. So I'm thinking, okay, well, let me just pair what I know to do. I'm not going to be able to get behind the truck anymore. Why? Because my family dynamic changed when I moved out here. So I was unable to drive the truck. But but Lord, you said transportation. So I'm trying to stick with the transportation because I'm definitely Mm -hmm. not trying to be out of your will. So I said, okay, well, well, the administrative term for it now is transportation and logistics. I still kept having an option to find somebody or some kind of way to put the truck out there. It never happened. Lord, what is going on? Well, kept going more time, more time. And I believe that in this last time, it really helped me to really focus and narrow in so that I could tune my ear in more. But seeing our people and hearing, well, where are we going and what's going on? Because I always knew within my spirit, some kind of way I was going to be used instrumentally and our people get into a place of what God was laying on my heart is called next level wealth. 
Okay. And in order to do that, we ain't talking about no little small pennies either. Right. We're talking about legacy, right? Life right. changing. I'm talking about wealth that you're passing down for generations to come. come well, on. where was that at? It was always in the government contracts. But the issue was, well, I don't really know how to really get them. I know how where they are. I know where they are. What to do? I just don't know how to put it together. Right. Lord, the moment I learned that. Okay. Fast forward from there. As I went through that time and I said, well, obviously it's got to be more to it than transfer. I know transportation and logistics, but why do I keep feeling like something is missing? Mm -hmm. It was that conviction. It was something that was in my heart and in my spirit where I'm all for our culture. I felt like there was a connection with what I knew to do. I had this information about where the next level wealth was at, but I knew enough to know about God that it wasn't just for me. This was something that I had already been talking to people about, that I was passionate about. I didn't mind sharing. I'm telling people, no, this is where it is. This is what it is. No, this is the myth and this is the truth. I was doing it for free for years didn't understand that he was cultivating me into a consultant because normally when you consult on a thing, you become an expert in it. Come on. I, I was an expert in the information. Come on. I knew where and what. I just didn't know how. Wow. But it wasn't for me to know how to do everything. I just had to prove, okay, God, you gave me this wealth of information. He entrusted me enough to know I wasn't going to keep it to myself as many others Come have on. done. And because they was keeping it from me. I said, well, if you give me the opportunity, I'm not going to do what they do. I'm going to make sure people know because it's not just for me and my family. I know that there's something to it. I just don't know who, but I'll share it with whoever you want me to share it with. And that's exactly what I've been doing. So he's been cultivating me in this area that I did for free, that I wasn't charging anybody for because I am passionate about people i am passionate about our culture as who we are can't even say minorities anymore we are the majority why because there's so many interracial relationships out here i mean how are we still the minority everybody look look black is the new black black is king (laughs) you know they want to jump on the bandwagon so let's just call a thing a thing so now with that say that again i said i mean one percent and technically you are uh, considered black. Oh, there we go. Yes. There, that's it right there. This and is so, so good, that, sis. Oh. <laughs> okay, so let me just say this one last thought. And so with that, he laid on my heart that, yes, transportation and logistics, because I am what's called a creative. Mm -hmm. You are what is called a creative. When you are good at more than one thing, people that don't have a creative mindset, nor do they understand when you're, when you, everybody's not called to be a boss. So you have an employee mindset looking at an employer and say, oh, they're doing more than one thing or they're all over the place. They're confusing Hmm. this, they're that, but they're thinking from the level of where they are. And that's the reason why you got to work for someone else because you're not ready for this life yet. You see what I'm saying? But when it comes to everyone, else you understand from an employer standpoint when you are a boss you're going to have more than one stream of income because you understand that is what comes with this life you perfect one thing and then you go on to another sometimes you are working on more than one thing simultaneously but everything is not for everybody and that's what i had to learn and so with that transportation and logistics is one of my streams of income that's what i say is my career Okay. My calling, however, 
That's it's for good. the kingdom. Come on. It's for the kingdom first, which after the kingdom, it's now the culture. And why is that? Because of what he's doing. We'll talk about that on another day because I don't want to belabor the time. How he is shifting and how God has used this pandemic in order to set things upside down, but in the right order as he's putting our people now into position so that now when we step into this level of wealth, where is it at? It's in the government contracting. Who is he calling to talk about it? Me. Who is he going to put in position to now? Because it's one thing to tell the person how to do something. Then there comes this next question that says, now what? That's where we get stuck because you can tell the person how and what and where now, what, what do we do next? And that is why people don't, they get stuck and they can't move on because you didn't gave all this great as to why I should start a trucking business and why I should step out and I should do hair, all of these things, but you don't tell me the blueprint. So now has he has me as I provide business strategies and plans of action that he spiritually downloads to me. They're authentic to the person and to their business, to their dream, to their vision and to their goal to show them not only what they're called to do, part of it, because I don't see everything, Mm -hmm. just enough to get them started, just enough to start generating revenue. And by the way, did you know that? And then as the government contract liaison, I pair the two together and say, when you are ready, because they may not be ready at that time. I'm telling you, there is a next level of wealth that's waiting on you when you are ready. That's so good. That is how he uses me. That's so good. And I love that you said there is a next level um, waiting on you. That's right. And that has pretty much been what tonight's topic is about, the faith walk, because that's what the faith walk is, getting you to new levels, higher heights. Um, And we know even in school, you have to take a test. You have a final exam before they move you to the next class. And so when those dark moments, those tests and trials come, just know that means God is preparing you for elevation. Yes. In a lot of instances. Um, and then sometimes it's simply just to perfect you and to work things, you know, to purge and prune you of things that are not of him, that's not working well um, for you. So be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, this is what I have gathered and we are getting ready to close out just to be mindful of the time. I do want to give you guys some takeaways of how you can activate your faith. And as I told you guys, hearing comes and hearing comes by the word of God. So Mm -hmm. first and foremost, you want to get in your word. You want to study the word. Um, You want to watch sermons, podcasts. You want to get you a good prayer partner and accountability partner. Someone who Mm -hmm. really can help you get in that word and break it down and exegete the text and really understand. Mm -hmm. Um, Not eisegete, but exegete. There is a huge Mm -hmm. difference between the two. Mm-hmm. Um, and number two, um, you want to speak, make sure as Marquita was saying, those positive words, those positive affirmations. Um, so you want to speak life over yourself. You want to speak life over any and everything that you are doing. Um, don't mm-hmm. speak death. Even if it's, you went to the doctor and he just gave you a bad report, begin to thank God for your healing. Mm -hmm. And believe in God for the opposite. Speak the opposite of what you see. Um, Mm -hmm. Prayer. 
Prayer is our lifeline. You want to pray about everything and always pray without ceasing. But prayer is the gateway to activating your faith. And if you have been um, blessed with the gift of tongues, I do advise you to pray in the spirit and just allow the spirit to lead you and guide you in Mm -hmm. prayer. Um, Number four, working. Remember, faith without works is dead. So it's easy to talk about a thing, but you actually have to be willing to put in the work and go after whatever your it is, whatever it is the Lord has placed on your heart to do. And then be patient and follow your faithful works with patience know that nothing happens quickly good things don't um don't happen fast if it's fast it's not gonna last remember that mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. be patient testing trials work with patience and patience work with per- perseverance so just trust and know that God is with you. Marquita, if you want to quickly shout out your handles because we, the clock is winding down and I don't want to cut us off. Absolutely. Let them know about your book one more time um, yes, and yes, where they can is. find you. Absolutely. So uh, my Facebook name is Marquita Plum Jenkins and my Instagram name is Marquita Speaks Life, M-A-R-Q-U-E-T-A. You could also find me on LinkedIn under Marquita Harris. And the book, once again, is called Something Beautiful Out of Me by Marquita Plum Jenkins. The front cover has like a grassy field with the sun shining and butterflies. So that's how you know it's mine besides my my name being at the bottom and where can they find your book they can find the book on amazon awesome 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 well thank you so much marquita this has been an amazing conversation again you guys this has been the faith walk prayerfully your faith has been activated you have been inspired you guys know you can find me on instagram and facebook under kimberly von shay um if you are a person that's into fashion and love to shop you can also find me at lux couture my website is kimberlyvonshay.com and all of my contact information is there and guys get ready because the best is truly yet to come you are next in line um for a blessing there's a seat at the table with your name on it god is already working behind the scenes on your behalf and get ready for overflow and increase and breakthrough this has been the faith walk And we are preparing for what's to come and we are headed to our next level and you are next in line. Thank you guys. Have a great night. Bye y'all.